are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound is your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candice D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you today. We are going to talk about baseball, the recap from the Coastal Carolina game. We've also got some football to go over gearing up for spring. Got some returners, got some energy to fill. So who is going to help Sam Howell get a Heisman? Let's talk about it today on this episode. Hope you guys are having a great start to your Wednesday. If you're ending the day on Wednesday, I hope it's been good. We're midway through the week. We're one step closer to getting to Friday and the weekend and a couple steps closer to the spring game. It should be an exciting time for Carolina Athletics, we know there's so much going on. An update, I know yesterday I told y'all I was going to talk about my WNBA journey que- jersey quest. Finally got one. Can't wait to wear Stephanie Watts' jersey. I feel like I need to put together my whole fit, so I think I might add some Mac Brown's flavor and get me some Jordans and just really take it to the next level, right? Got a black jersey, Stephanie Watts, number five. I'm, I'm good to go, right? I'm set up. I will say, jerseys are not cheap, okay? So if you want to donate to the Candace Needs a WNBA Jersey Every Season Fund, I'm not mad about it. Hit me up at Candace D. Cooper. I will gladly drop my cash app for you so you can help the queen out, okay? But let's talk baseball first, right? We had... A game yesterday against Coastal Carolina. The Diamond Heels got off to a rocky start, right? Coastal Carolina came up with three home runs, one in the first inning and two in the second to give the Chanticleers an early 3-0 lead. But, man, oh, man, did the Carolina Tar Heels try to fight back after a scoreless third inning for both sides. Coastal Carolina had a powerful top of the fourth. The Chanticleers capitalized on a walk and error by the Heels and hit a two-RBI triple down in the right field to give Coastal a 6-0 lead. Right, Carolina finally tried. Carolina tried. They did. They get, got one run in, but it wasn't until they got to the fifth inning that Carolina. That it wasn't until they got to the seventh inning that Carolina got to a six and two deficit. But still trying to get in the game, they did not go down quietly. Clemente Incon, Tyler Cosby, and Caleb Roberts hit consecutive singles in the bottom of the ninth. Roberts hit allowed Inkland to score, shrinking the deficit to six and three, but it was not enough to catch Coastal Carolina. As I mentioned yesterday, Max Alba was the starting pitcher for the Heels, and he pitched 1.1 innings. He allowed three runs on three hits. Chris Joyner pitched two innings, recording three strikeouts. Connor Olio and Davis Palermo combined for 2.2 innings and three strikeouts, while Caden O'Brien came in the game to pitch for 2.1 innings, which included two strikeouts. Cannon Pickle finished the game on the mound for Carolina and recorded two strikeouts. So Carolina figuring out it's pitching. <laughs> Had a lot of people in and out of that bad boy because things were not going the heels away. And ultimately, Chanticleers again won 6-3. to three, But that's all right. Carolina's back in action at home at Boston Mercedes on Bryson Field. On Friday at 6 p.m., they will be playing Miami in a weekend series. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they've got game action. 
action for you. Make sure you go out and support if you get the opportunity. And it's probably going to be yet another beautiful weekend in Chapel Hill. And I highly advise for some of y'all some sunscreen, <laughs> okay, because I've had a lot of instances where I've seen teammates go to a game and come back nice and tomato-y, right? Because they think, oh, I won't need anything. That that sun gets you every time. <laughs> Despite the fact that it's not burning hot outside, that sun plays no games, right? So also, let's talk about the fact that the spring game for Carolina football is near, and we are super excited for yet another season, essentially, for the Tar Heels. The 2021 era has hit waves, and Carolina didn't get a spring game last year. They are trying, they are coming with so much energy because it's been built up. They've been trying to figure out what they were going to do for quite some time in spring, and figuring out how to get through what was a very difficult season. Carolina got through a lot of games, right? Had some tough roads to get over, but now what seems like it's going to be a very normal fall for all intents and purposes, Carolina is locked and loaded and ready to go. If you have not had an opportunity, I highly suggest you go listen to Mac Brown's press conference from yesterday, giving you some key insights on how he feels like the team is doing. More importantly, what the team is bringing so far. As I mentioned yesterday, one of his main stake points was energy, That having 12 really good practices. Carolina was super energetic and ready to go. He has never seen such high-flying intensity and consistent intensity for this many practices, and he really is speaking well of the team. Like, we all know Mac Brown is a very honest coach. He gives it to us straight, so if they're having a flat day, a flat practice, Mac Brown will be the first one to let you know, whether it be from a motivation sense to get his players going or from a just very straight up giving coaches feedback since Mac Brown cuts it straight. So I figured it is important, right, to figure out, as I keep talking about Sam Howell going on his, uh, what, what should I call, Heisman journey. Carolina is figuring out who is going to help Sam do that. As we know, Deami Brown and Daz Newsom are going to the next level. They are going to be in the NFL. The draft is coming up. Super exciting times, right? But we got people still here in Chapel Hill trying to make Sam look better. He is one of the key returners, right, for the heels. He put up over 3,600 yards. He is that guy. He's been breaking records freshman, freshman, sophomore year. And no more sophomore slump junior season. He is eligible to go to the 2022 draft. So this could be Sam Howell's last year for the Heels. So let's make it a good one, right? Mac Brown has not minced words about the fact that if Sam does well, he will take his talents to the next level. So I'm feeling like this is the year, <laughs> right? This is the time where Carolina is going to step up and take it to another level. But he can't do it by himself, right? He needs some offensive weapons to help him get there. And so I thought to myself, it would only be right here on Locked on Tar Heels if I gave y'all my four receivers that I think are going to have and need to have a good year this season. So up first, we got my guy Emery Simmons. Right. Now, Emory had a little couple breakout moments. We saw him some flash touchdowns during that Notre Dame game last year. We're like, huh, okay, the kids are all right. Right. Deami Brown, Daz Newsom might not be the only good receivers in the bunch. They might be able to figure it out. (laughs) And we might just be not that bad, not that shabby. Emory Simmons, who had a very interesting start to his career, had a big leap from 2019 to 20. 
20 with 15 receptions, 201 yards, and longest being 51 yards. He was able to garner one touchdown both in his 2019 and 2020 season. And again, he is the guy that I think is probably going to be the most slept on right? Someone you don't exactly hear in the papers every single week. He's not the flashiest, but could he be the most consistent player for Tar Heels? Could he be Sam Howell's new go-to guy? I certainly hope so, right? Standing at six foot tall, 195 pounds, just an aside. I know you guys have been looking at pro football focus and all of those different things and Devontae Smith being 166 pounds. That's wild right? 195 pounds. I'm sitting here like, okay, he's strong build. I think he'll be able to go up for 50-50 balls nicely. And again, saw that in a couple games this season, stepped up in ways that we're certainly going to need him to do in 2021. So Emory Simmons will be my number four guy. Now, number three, two, one, I have to tell you, but first I got to remind y'all that, listen, (sighs) I'm on this fitness journey trying to get right before I get left. I got to get myself together. And that's why I've been looking for great treats that keep me nice and toned. So I've leaned on Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever with 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate. Built Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Built Bar because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code Locked On and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code Locked On to get 15% off your next order. The Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL Draft from all angles. Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast presented by Odyssey. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news and stay tuned for more info on our live NFL draft coverage. Now, I mentioned Emory Simmons is my number four guy. Number three, got to get up, give it up to Josh Downs. Think that he had a breakout season last year as well. Gave a little flashes of what we could see here in this 2021 year. Josh Downs is all about some energy, right? When it goes for 50-50 balls with the corners and safeties, he was talking about the energy being crazy and that he's never been a part of a team with this much energy. If you go out there and you're slow, you're going to get embarrassed. Everybody is giving 100, period. Reading more of the Daily Target article, I found that Josh Downs is certainly trying to be the go-to guy for Sam Howell. And I like that, right? You want to be dependable. You want to be the guy that like, listen, you need to make a play. Reminds me of Daz Newsome. If I need that third and seven, that third and eight, it is going to be someone who can automatically know can catch the ball. I'm going with Josh. And he said, listen, with Yami and Daz leaving, I want to step into that role and be one of the top guys on that offense. I got to have that swagger and that confidence out there to make plays because I know they're counting on me. We've got to fill that void. And I, I love and appreciate guys who understand that new role, new year, new opportunity. And I think that that's what Josh is certainly going to do. We all know Mac Brown mentioned in his presser that guys are feeling away about our media, in a sense, harping on people leaving and not being able to step up and who will step up, right? Thinking like, okay, clearly you got draft recruited for a reason. Clearly you're here at Carolina for a reason. Mac Brown doesn't bring in no chumps. So, Josh Downs needs to get more love than he's receiving. And I feel that, right? You you want to be the underdog in a sense and slept on. 
in his 2021 season, he had 119 yards with seven receptions and three solid touchdowns, a very good 75-yard long play on the season. He is someone that, again, I think is going to be a little bit of a shift, like the Daz Newsome with the razzle-dazzle, but also dependency, which is what I hope he brings. But also when we come to speed, he is going to be in nice tandem with my next pick and that's Joffrey Brown. Okay. I know that when you first look on paper, it's spelled K-H-A-F-R-E and you've probably been saying Coffrey or whatever, Kafri, Joffrey Brown. All right. So we're going to get that right. <laughs> this season, we're going to ensure that we get our King's names right this year. All right. So Joffrey is Diami Brown's brother. Not only is he fast as Yami, he's arguably faster than Diami. He had, to me, one of the best step-ups between the 2019 and 2020 season, only playing one game in 2019, but 12 in 2020. He had 337 yards for 15 receptions and two solid touchdowns, another 76-yard long play for his longest of his career at Carolina so far. I think he is going to be okay, are you like your brother? Are you going to be better than your brother? A lot of that comparison, sure. But at the end of the day, if you deliver, ain't nothing wrong with being compared to someone who you already know is going to take his talents to the next level. That's not necessarily the worst thing in the world, right? I wouldn't mind being behind somebody who I literally grew up with and want to be just like or if not better than. So I think Joffrey has so much room to grow. The ceiling is very high for him. I think that like his brother, he's going to have to find something beyond just speed to be and accelerate. But at the end of the day, that's why you come to Carolina. That's why you go to college, right? You try and figure out what other skill sets you can bring to the table. And so easily, Joffrey Brown is up there for me with guys that we have to keep our eye on and make sure that Sam Howell gets that Heisman. Joffrey Brown's going to be there being as dependable, if not more dependable, than Josh Downs. And then finally, y'all know, I've got my number one receiver who has honestly been my favorite for many reasons but Bo Corrales has been my Mr. Greg Olson why you know Greg Olson was dependable I talk about dependency here between Josh and Joffrey but Bo Corrales has come up in clutch moments for the heels not only because he's gotten a lot of hate because he's so good he's gotten held in times that were critical CC FSU game okay he's also just been the guy who when we need to have a play that keeps us in games Bo Corrales has been our go-to tight end right I, you know receiver tight end all things the same but I think that Bo has had such a great career at, in Chapel Hill and it was exciting for him to announce that he was coming back sitting at 210 pounds at 6'3 one of the taller receivers we have here in Chapel Hill and I think overall he has improved mightily. Took a little dip when it came to some receptions in 2019, 2020. Got hurt. Once again, trying to figure out where his place was and how he fit, especially coming behind Diami and Daz Newsom. But I'm hoping that the senior leadership, if nothing else, will help the young guys and Joffrey and Josh and Emery take it to the next level. Because you're, you're going to need one senior. You're going to need at least one true junior who's been there, who's been through a Mac Brown cycle, who understands how coach operates. Of course, 2020 season is not typical, but somebody who's been through some sort of normalcy with like, you know, 2017, 2018, and 2019, you're kind of feeling like, okay, 
I know how this runs. I know how the boat operates. I can help y'all. I can pour into y'all. I can tell y'all the expectations, right? I can tell y'all how Coach Longo is going to coordinate plays and how we're going to help Sam Howell get that highest. So to me, Bo is the most important piece to this puzzle because of that senior leadership. Because a lot of times we talk about the fact that, listen, you can have all the speed, you can have all the skill set, you can have all the talent in the world, but if you can't hone in mentally, if you can't dial it in, if you can't focus, if you can't get that energy into a positive aspect, you're not going to be successful. And so I'm hoping that Bo will be able to bring that all full circle. And again, glad that he's back for that fifth year. Thank God the NCAA came to their senses, gave these kids an extra opportunity. And I think Bo is going to capitalize on that nicely. So I'm betting on the kid. I think that the heels, these receivers are are going to be the best picks to help Sam really get to his last year of greatness, right? He's going to write his ticket with this season thanks to these receivers. If you agree with me, make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast, and hit me up on Twitter at Locked on Heels. Would love to know your thoughts on who else we should keep our eyes on when it comes to our receiving core for the 2021 season for the Tar Heels. And if you're betting to get If you're betting on the opportunity for the Carolina Tar Heels to get Sam Howell a Heisman, listen, I highly encourage you guys to go to betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or mobile device to sign up today at betonline.ag. You see a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit if you use that promo code locked on. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now, are you ready for the NFL draft? Locked on NFL draft hosts Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak are ready to give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow Locked on NFL Draft Podcast on the Rate Odyssey app (laughs) or wherever you get podcasts. So spring game is coming up Saturday at 3 p.m. Mac Brown mentioned again, it'll be a full game, seven-on-seven drills before taking the field for a portion of the event, Carolina versus Tar Heels. You'll be able to see more of the game starting at 345. So in case you're feeling like, oh, my God, I had to be there at 3 o'clock, you know, make sure you just get there slow, take your time. (laughs) And also, you know, like, we're going to be able to support the heels from a distance, wear your mask, socially distant, wash your hands. If you're screaming loud, keep that mask on, right? If you're screaming for your favorite player to get a high five, wave, picture, all that good stuff, that's great. Keep that mask on, right? Let's make sure our heels stay healthy throughout this season. And that's what we're certainly going to need to do, especially. But as we wrap up today's show, Reminder, the receivers are going to get it done. Sam Howell is a key returner. But defensively, where are we at, right? We had Chaz Surratt grad, grad, graduate. Woo, woo, there it is. We had Chaz Surratt going to the next level. Now we're trying to figure out who's going to step up in that position. Will it be Eugene Asante? Will it be Jeremiah Gimmel? Will it be other guys that are being slept on? Jaquarius Conley, Tony Grant. Who is going to be the defensive leader? I would love to have that conversation with y'all tomorrow. And then an Achilles heel, very much pun intended, for the heels has been special teams. Nothing's been special about our special teams unit for quite some time. So we're going to break that down a bit and see who we have returning and see who's going to have to step up 
for the heels to keep us in games, to make sure we get correct field position, to give us opportunities to really be successful as a unit. So we'll have all of that conversation tomorrow. I look forward to talking to you guys again, again, Please download, subscribe to podcast from anywhere you listen to podcasts. It is available at Locked on Heels, at Candace D. Cooper. You can follow me on Twitter. We can have more of that Carolina Tar Heel conversation. Tell me, again, the receiving core, is it good? Is it spot on? Is it right there? Are perfect? Did I pick the right people? Or you're like, listen, you didn't mention so-and-so, and I need you to add him to the list. Don't mind having that conversation, too. Have a great and safe Wednesday. If you had a Wednesday, it's already over. Appreciate that. Make sure you guys come back tomorrow. I look forward to talking to you then. Be smart. Be safe out there. Wear those masks. And as always, go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.